Welcome to the Life After Swim podcast. I'm so excited to be starting our first episode with my good friend and former teammate, Alyssa Fiore. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about some things that we wish we knew before retiring. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk about this with you. I think it's a very important topic. So just a little bit of background about us. I'm a new grad, so I graduated this May. And Alyssa is a Corona class survivor. She graduated in 2020. So she's been out of the game a little bit longer than I have. And I thought she was the perfect person to talk about this with. The first thing we wish we knew was that the times really didn't matter. What you will take away from swimming is the memories, friendships, and skills that you've gained from the sport. Yeah, I think this is a huge one um, because our sport is so time-based. Everything you do is just you against the clock every day at practice. Um, all of your times, all of your paces is so tangible, which is great in some senses, Um, but you can be so fixated and obsessed with whatever your goal is, whether it be breaking a record or going sub five minutes in the 500, whatever it is, um, you can really get so obsessed with the time. And when it comes down to it, as important as your times are, it's really the lessons that you learn to get there um, that I think are what you take away from the sport. Um, So I can remember my best times, but I don't remember all my splits like I used to. I don't remember what I used to hold in practice. I don't remember all those crappy swims that I had. Like we get so obsessed with the clock. And I just think that it's important to note for those that are still swimming that it's really about so much more than that. Yeah, exactly. Like at my last meet, I've, I've been very time oriented, like throughout my career. And the scoreboard actually broke during the 53. We didn't like we all got to the wall and we looked at the board and I'd look over like at Jeanette King and like I'm like, well, there's no times like it was fun, I guess. <laughs> and like looking back, I was like, OK, like maybe I swam like a different time. Like they didn't they didn't actually get my time, but like I didn't even care. Like it was just so much fun. And like it was just the experience that I took away. Like I remember feeling like how I felt at the time, but not like the actual time. Right. And that's so fascinating because like that was your last 53 and you you think you would want to know what the time was and I'm sure you do, but at the end of the day, like it was a great swim that you had and like the, the clock really didn't matter because it was not working, you know, like it came down to the hand timers. So it really like is so much more than that. Right. And I remember being like pissed off. Like I went to like Brian, I was like, this sucks. Like this is going to like ruin every, like the whole me. And then like, he was like, okay, calm down. And then we had the relay right after. So we went to the relay we broke the school record and I like forgot about the race like right after that. So it really like didn't matter. You can like throw away the bad swims. Like you forget about them in retirement. You really do. You really like, you remember the great moments, but a lot of the hard times and the crappy times you don't remember, which is so funny because in the moment when they happen, you think it's like the end of the world and it's just not. Right. Right. It's like selective memory. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. So you were talking like a little bit about some statistics that you and like a quote from Victoria Garrick. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So um, I guess in kind of bouncing off of what we were saying about it's more the memories and the skills that you learned. I found a statistic um, for some article that I was reading and it says the research found that 94% of women who hold C-level positions are former athletes. What's more, 52% played sports at a collegiate level. So see, um, when they talk about C-suite level positions, it's really like executives, like um, 
kind of business executives, pretty much. There's a 94% of women who hold those titles, who break the glass ceiling and make it that far, were former athletes. And 52% of them played sports in college. So I think that that really shows you think like, oh, I put all of this time and effort into my sport and now it's over. And like, I wasted all of that essentially. Like, that's how I felt when I stopped swimming. I was like, wow, I had all that discipline and like, what am I going to do with it? Like, it doesn't matter anymore. And it does. Like, you can take all of that into your career and into everything that you do after you're done swimming and after you're done playing whatever sport that you do. So I just thought that that was like a very powerful statistic that everything that we put into our sports like really does matter on the outside. It was building this character and that character stays with you. Like that's the person that you are with or without the sport. Um, Victoria Garrick is like a big inspiration of mine. I'm obsessed with her. And she has this quote where she said, it was never about the sport. It was always about the person behind the sport. And that's something that like really hit me when I stopped swimming because it really, it, I had like an identity crisis. I was like, I don't know who I yeah. am without the sport. Mm-hmm. And it really like the further removed you get, the more you realize like it was never about the sport. It was always about the person that I was becoming through the sport. And it's right. hard to blend those lines. And that's why I wish I, I wish more people talked about this. And I wish I had known that when I was still an athlete. So I could kind of build that identity as like, I'm a leader, you know, like I'm a teammate, not just I am a swimmer, you know? Yeah. And like the stuff you learn, like doesn't go away. Like you don't, who you are, like doesn't go away after you retire. Right. You just learn to build those skill sets or use those skill sets in different senses, like in different parts of your life. Right. And like Victoria Garrick actually like spoke at our school and my housemate like organized the whole thing. And she like literally voice messaged her, like those skills will transfer over. Like you're an amazing person. Like you're going to like be very successful outside of volleyball. So I thought that was really cool that you brought that up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I did attend that session. Um, even though oh, I was right. I was yeah. like, I think I messaged, I think I talked to Amanda and I was like, is it okay if I still join? And she was like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the next point, I don't know if like you've experienced this yet, is you don't have to have it all figured out with your career. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I think it's everything in swimming and also growing up, like when you play a sport and you do school, everything's very structured. So it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I graduate middle school, I go to high school, I graduate high school, I go to college. Like you have these stepping blocks and same thing in sports, like, oh, I qualify for, you know, age groups. Now I'm going to qualify for nationals. Like everything's kind of a stepping block. And then once you're done with sports and once you're done with, you went to college, like that, like the whole world is not structured anymore. And it's kind of crazy because we have all this structure in our life for so long. Um, And then you get out into the real world and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's okay. Like everybody feels that way. And I think we're athletes. We're so conditioned to believe that we have to have everything figured out and we have to have a plan and a goal. And it's okay to not know what you're doing, I think is something that I wish that I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Like even graduating college, just like for everyone, I think that's such a loss of just like all the structure you've been given, like even literally from like preschool until college, like you've always had like your days laid out. And I've known like a few people that like completely changed their jobs. Like I know a teacher who's like becoming a PT now and she's just gone through like that. I think that career change at like 40. So just like seeing people like go after what they really want is really cool. Right. And I think that I wish that we would normalize career changes because you shouldn't like 
graduate college at 22 and then be like, I'm going to do this job for the next 43 years until I retire. Like, that's just not realistic. Nobody wants to do the same thing for 43 years. I mean, if you do, God bless you. That's great. But like for most people, I think there's a lot of stages of life that come after college that just aren't so structured. So it's hard to know that other people are also going through them. And that kind of goes into the next point which is your timeline will look different than your friends literally from after you graduate college. Right. I can imagine you can relate to this one too, Alexa, because a lot of people graduate undergrad and then get a job, especially we went to a a school that was focused a lot on business. So a lot of people that were business majors graduate with their undergrad and then get a full-time corporate America job and are working and all of that. And you're going back to school. So I can imagine that's like, you must feel like you're at a different point in your life and some of your friends yeah like even going into my like cohort which is my class for PT school some people are like married some people I think have kids like it's a very different like literally right after you're done with school like yeah it's pretty crazy and I think that it kind of relates to what we were talking about before that you don't have these like steady these steady like stepping blocks like you used to have where you know even though when I graduated high school a lot of my friends went to different colleges. We were all still in college. Like we all went through freshman year. We all went through sophomore year. Like you have these stepping blocks where you can kind of relate to people. And now there's just, you could be at so many different points in your life. And even like, when I look at like people that I went to high school with that are getting married and I'm like, that's crazy that they're like at that point in their life. And we're like the same age. It's okay to focus on whatever it is that you need to focus on. Like it's okay to start your career. It's okay to take time off. It's okay to not know what you're doing and I think that that's something that I I want current college kids to know that that's normal and people do that I definitely like miss being on the same page as like all my friends because literally like like I'm going back to grad school and some people that I literally graduated with already have jobs and are working in the real world and I know like other people are just like looking for jobs so I think it's just like so interesting to see like where we all end up and it's only been like a few months after I graduated Right. And it seems like you're at such different points, but everyone has different journeys. And I think it's, it's good to emphasize that you don't need to have the same timeline as everyone else. And so our next point is the, to keep in touch with your teammates and your coaches after you graduate. So it's easy to like drift from your friends once you leave, like we were talking about before, like everyone takes a different path and it's kind of like hard to, I wouldn't say it's hard to relate to people, but you kind of just like don't have the same things to talk about, you know, like we're not at practice anymore. We don't live together. So it's just like, think you talk about different things. Like it's more like, oh, how, how have you been? Instead of like, oh, like that's, that was like really stupid. And like, I'm going to kill Jerry or like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a great point too. um, That when you do graduate to really, it takes more to build or to maintain those relationships than when you're in college, like living with my best friends, I talk to them all the time. And now it's like, we have to like schedule FaceTimes, you know, because like we said before, everyone has different schedules. Like if you're in class and I'm working nine to five, like then you have night class, it's like hard to not be on the same schedule and it's hard to make time. So I think that that's a big factor when you do graduate, don't lose contact with people, like try your best to schedule time with people and just check in when you can. Um, Because like we said before, it really is so much about the people that you meet along the way. And in some sense, it really is networking. Like if I'm, 
a hiring manager someday and some kids applying for a job and he swam for Bryant University, like, guess what? He already has a, a big advantage over everyone else. You know, like it really is about that kind of community that you build and you help each other out. Right, right. And so like, I would say my biggest piece of advice for new grads is to stay in touch with your teammates and even your coaches through like reunions. Like we have the ring ceremony this weekend. And if you can, like we all have different schedules, but like just taking the time to like get together with everyone in person. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's hard to do, but if you can, especially I feel like going back to your university is like a kind of easy way to get everyone together. But definitely try to do that as often as possible, because I think the older you get, the harder it is to get together. And you just get old and tired and you don't want to get on a plane, but it's worth it. So (laughs) no, it's totally worth it. And our final point is but you take on a lot of roles when you retire, like you become your own teammate, your own coach. So if you're feeling lost or unsure of like how to work out or even like eat, you're not alone, like everyone's going through it. Absolutely. I think that that kind of flows into the quote unquote identity crisis that a lot of um, athletes or all athletes at some point go through when you finish your sport, um, especially starting from such a young age. It's really built into a lot of athletes that their sport is who they are. You know, like when you're growing up, you say like, I'm a basketball player, I'm a swimmer, I'm a dancer. Like it, it's something that it's not something you do, it's something you are. That's how you feel when you're growing up. So I think that when you get out of sports, whenever it hits you, it hit me right away because I graduated into the pandemic. So I graduated in May of 2020. And in March of 2020, I went on spring break and I never got to go back to college. Like I went back alone with my parents in a deserted campus and picked up my stuff and drove home and that was it. So I think that it hit me right away because I never had um, really any closure. Like we didn't have a team banquet. Um, I didn't have a graduation. I didn't have a senior ball, like all these things that I thought I was going to have to have that closure. Going back to our point, you kind of have to, you have all these resources when you're at school and it's like, you're an athlete, like, um, you know, you're hurt, go to the training room. You have all these professionals that are going to help you. Um, You're struggling with school, go to study hall. You have all these people that are going to help you you know, you're having a hard time mentally or emotionally. It's like, we have a sports psychologist on campus. Like there are these resources and it's like people will in a sense cater to you. Um, And then when you get done with sports, you kind of become all of those things for yourself or you have to find someone like a support system that will do that for you. So like, you know, you become your own like inner coach. Nobody's gonna, I mean, you'll have mentors and other kind of relationships. And I think it's really important to build those but I think it's also important to utilize the people in your life that were good influences, you know, like thinking back on the coaches that did have a good influence on you. How did, how would they have talked to you, you know, talking to yourself, like you would talk to someone that you care about and all of, all of those kinds of different roles that you fill for yourself. Right. And I love how you mentioned like having a mentor, like I have a few right now in PT and they've helped me so much. I'm probably going to do like another episode with them. So Casey and Joseph get ready, but <laughs> It was, yeah, they've been, they've just like, cause I've literally, I think they're like, I, you would say they're coaches. Cause like my focus was on swimming and I always had like Katie and like all the other coaches. And then now it's like on PT. So like just that switch of like having people to kind of guide you through your career is really important. Absolutely. And like we said before, you know, like the skills that you learn, I think that athletes are so coachable and I've been told multiple times um, by different people in the workforce since I started working in corporate America, 
that I am very coachable and that I am very good at receiving feedback. And yeah. I think that was because I was an athlete, because I was so used to people telling me things to fix. And I wanted to learn that. Like, I wanted to be like, coach, can you look at this and tell me what to fix? So I think that those kinds of, that kind of mindset that like always wanting to get better, always wanting to improve that mindset really sticks with you. So I think finding people that will help you develop in whatever career or whatever path you take after sports is super important. Mm -hmm. um, because again, like we said before, it was always about the person behind the sport. So everything that you built and all those skills that you have, um, you can still utilize them in just a different capacity. And if I had like these tips given to me before I graduated, I would have been so much better off. I've just kind of been in a limbo lately, but I've like been thinking and like talking to different people. And yeah, these are things I think would really help a lot of people. So yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just important to, I think my biggest thing that I wish I knew was that you are more than your sport. And yeah. I hope that people that are listening that currently swim or currently play sports um, kind of start switching that mindset um, to, you are still an athlete, but you are also a teammate and you are a friend and you are a son or a daughter. And like, I feel like I never thought of myself like that growing up. Like I was a student and I was an athlete. Like those were my two identities. So when I lost them both, it was like shell shock. Like it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think just kind of, you're still a student and you're still an athlete, but building those other identities are super important um, in whatever capacity that you can. Like I'm a teammate that doesn't just, it's not just about sports. You yeah. are in the real world. And if you're a team player, people take note, like that's mm -hmm. important. And same thing with leadership. Like maybe you build those skills in your sport, but saying, you know, not just I am a captain or whatever, it's I am a leader, you know, right. it's removing it from your sport and saying, okay, although I might be that have this role on my team, I am just a leader in general, like just building those other identities, I think is something that um, I think would have been beneficial for me to know early on. That's such a good point. Like even your personality, I found like I'm like a clown with like people I'm comfortable with, but like when I go to grad school, I'm probably not going to be a clown for a couple of weeks, but it took me a while to like warm up to the team. So I'm going to try to like be myself earlier on in PT school. Right. And those are like important lessons that you can take with you, you know, that you know that about yourself, that you take a bit, that's like a big introvert thing. I'm the same way you take a bit to warm up to people. So acknowledging that and like you learned that through sports and now taking that into your next role and saying, I know that I take a while to warm up to people, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to, to better myself and to be able to open up to people more, you know? Right. I might send like a few memes, like test it out with, like, it depends on the person too. So I'll see how they react to my memes and go from there. Here you go. Perfect. A perfect test. Well, Alyssa, it was so much fun talking to you and you're going to have your own episode soon. So stay tuned for Alyssa DeFiori, Chief Deeves solo episode. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone.